Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Toast and Roast. I'm your co-host Georgie and as usual I'm here with Jeff. Uh, I'm pretty beat. Beat up beat. Jeff. Yeah, um, my partner has a, uh, it's, is it called Global Games or something like that? Something that the corporates kind of like engage in, like a bunch of the employees would form teams and they join these uh like team bonding? No, it's more like, what do you call it? Well, we call it the goal. They call it global games, and it's like okay. counting steps. So everybody in the teams have to get like, like a the good amount of steps, and it's like for charity and stuff like that. Is that why I saw that you did like a three point nine kilometer walk like <laughs> today? Yes, it's. <laughs> the, the goal. The I wasn't goal. stalking Jeff for talking about Apple Watch. Yeah, update, fitness updates. Yeah, so the. In, the thing is, like, we're not we're not big outdoors people, so set uh, my partner set up some goals, right? Set up like we should do or she should do because she's the one participating. Five thousand steps a weekday, and okay. at least ten thousand steps on the weekends. So we set up a bunch uh-huh. of hikes um, yeah. to go on, and <laughs> actually, like the other day, oh, where was it? Um, was it the Bay Run? No, it wasn't. Spit to Manly. You have you done mm-hmm. this? You've done the Spit to Manly? Uh, no, I, I don't think I have. So, well, I mean, for people who don't live in Sydney, which is, I think, a lot of our viewership, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a um, there's this bridge called the Spit, and it's up uh, north, north Sydney, right? Uh, no, actually. Oh. The Spit Mosman. That is so North Sydney. Okay, yeah, it's North Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you start on this bridge and you kind of walk under the bridge and then you go along the coast in order to get to this other suburb called Manly. Um, how long is this bit to Manly? It's, oh, it's a pretty casual walk. It's about, oh, that, that's just a direct walk. It's uh, a bit to Manly walk. I can't exactly remember. So the distance is 10 kilometers and it's okay, about three yeah, and a half hours. So that's like five. an average hike. It's walk. quite a nice It's one. like a walk, right? Yeah. Not a hike hike. Not a hike hike. <laughs> it's just a walk. Um, it's grade three, whatever that means. Suitable for most ages and fitness levels. Yeah. Um, in any case. So it's not easy. It's like actually moderate. I think yeah. Grade, yeah, grade one is. I think grade one is actually accessible, so someone using a wheelchair can. Oh right. Yeah, grade two is like easy, uh, yeah. but it's not going to be as accessible. And then grade three, I guess, is pretty average. Yeah. Average, but maybe a challenge if you're not very fit. Um. In any case, on these walks, we we overhear some pretty like random snippets of conversations, like. <laughs> Okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Like, oh, I'm so, listening. This couple the other, like, this pair of people the other day, like, it's just every, every, like, random snippets, right? So um, one was talking about their health insurance, <laughs> like, <laughs> med- like, Medicare. Okay. And then, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> you, you get a snippet of, like, um, oh, what was it? I remember someone talking about something about... Uh, Tech, tech kind of work thing and I'm like oh, I know what they're talking about um, just like some office <laughs> stuff and one of them was like really weird where this guy these are middle aged people and and um, they're like 
it's a it's it's a nice day. Say nice things. And I really thought like and so all all she could muster, all she said after that was I love you. And I'm like, wait. Whoa, that's a big conversation. The only thing you could muster after being told to say nice things is I love you. And um so my guess is that either she woke up on the wrong side of bed a little bit cranky and he's just like whoa it's a nice day say nice things but still it's a weird sentiment you sure she wasn't just like joking like they were no 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 it's pretty serious yeah this is like this is a middle-aged couple here and uh um (laughs) (laughs) so i like it really perplexed me i'm like in what way does a nice day imply that you must say nice things to each other um right yeah it's weather-based uh conversations well to be fair i think like it is a scientifically proven that in poor weather like if it's rainy or really cloudy it can get people's mood down so i understand that yeah i think yeah mood being affected by weather but yeah it's it's kind of to me it's the same vibe as like smile more like oh fuck off man it's like this is the this is the you quintessential so nice like things, women man. should smile more comment thing yeah Ugh. yeah so yeah it's like why are you so sad or why are you so grumpy it's a nice day it's like so what if it's a nice so day? so what if it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice day but my mom died or something like, <laughs> yeah damn it um so you always always hear like these ran these random snippets of conversations um we did the bay run which was a little bit more traffic heavy like my god there were like people coming at us and going up and like riding bikes and it's a four which lane the bay run uh it's like a four like, lane uh, where is it? i feel it like i'd hate it do it's... you have to run <laughs> that's a part i don't wanna... <laughs> it's do you have ma- to run <laughs> it's a mandate you must run <laughs> <laughs> um so it's it's around this this section here, and you can go right around. And it's oh, so yeah, I okay, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, okay, but I think I've been around here, maybe. Yeah, at some point. Oh, it's near Birkenhead Point. Okay, I get it. I get it. Fucking Birkenhead Point. Yeah, at some point My it's a four lane Point outlets all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there are outlets at Birkenhead Point. Yeah, there's a Birkenhead Point shopping center. It's a, the entire thing's a goddamn outlet. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Birkin... Yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone. Birkenhead Point. Oh, hey, we walked yeah. past it, but we didn't realize it was a. It's like a lair right there. The whole thing is all like markdown shit. So get your fifty percent oh. off all this Lululemon gear, everybody. So yeah, we walk along here, and then we go up onto the bridge, and then walk over. So it really didn't see that. Okay, well. There's a shop called Material Obsession. <laughs> we're, we're very materialistic on this channel. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I know. No, I know this bridge because I think I've driven over it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Always driving over this one because technically like on this, was it? Is it on this side? There's like a bunch of lit up trees or something like that. Um, and mm. I'm always driving along it to get to the city. So, in any case, this bend here and the trees over here. Anyways, so much traffic. It's like a four-lane walking and bike path. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. 
like sometimes it's a four lane, sometimes it's a one lane, and the bikes have to go through where the people are walking. It's crazy. It's madness. It's, wow. But lots of people are like walking the babies and stuff like that. The prams. And oh, the prams and stuff. And then like I realized that this might be the only way to like like I don't know hang out with pregnant people sometimes because they have to go for walks so you just go for this long walk around this loop um, I don't know I think I think um, it's like I, I live in an area where there's a lot of families so you do pregos. see a lot of people pushing the, <laughs> don't call yeah. them that <laughs> there's a lot, I mean there's a lot of people with kids yeah okay or they maybe they're expecting whatever but mostly because they have their prams and stuff they, they have kids and they, you see them, the active, but the thing is, you can't, active work. no, as in like, they're very active. Yeah. So you can tell that they're fit or they take care of their health and they want to walk around a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess there's a social aspect of like talking to other parents or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like that may not actually be everyone. Like, I don't think everyone <laughs> is, is as active, like every person True. who has a pram and has kids who sit in a pram is... You know, so I don't know how much percentage of the population that actually. It's a lot of percentage, percentage of here. people with kids have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just the gathering point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it got dicey at some stage because it's just so there were just so many people going back and forth. Oh, at one point we were worried because while we're walking, we saw people who passed us come towards mm-hmm. us like turn around at some point and walk towards us <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're like holy shit can we not go across the bridge on the other side because we parked like in a very specific we parked in a car park and if you yeah. can do the loop you basically have to walk back the way you came back to the car park so we we're very yeah. worried at some points we're like that person they, they they turned around why why did they turn around <laughs> maybe they parked on that side the opposite side. Yes, yeah. If they park on this side, on the opposite side, then it yes, they would they would run up and then and then walk back and then turn around. But like, yeah, yeah lots and lots of those kind of like because we we saw people halfway, quarter way, third of a way. Like at every point in time, we saw someone just like turn around and come back towards us. So we're are worried. there multiple places to park? Like it's not. Yeah, there yeah. are lots of ways to park. You can park like on the end end of the of the walk. You can park midway. You can park all sorts of places. So by the end of the walk, we did surmise that they probably just parked midway and they didn't want to do the whole bear run. Um, but it did get us worried at some stage because we couldn't see them turn around <laughs> that they did. And we're like, oh, crap, is there no loop? Uh, but it is indeed a loop. Um, we went out to Lane Cove today. Macquarie, yeah, Lane Cove. Like Macquarie Shopping Centre? No, Lane Cove uh, Park, no. National Park. Lake, oh, yeah. That, I've been there once. I didn't spend a lot of time there, though. I need to go back there and, like, actually... Yeah, there is a glamping area here. If haven't we talked about this? We've talked about this. (laughs) Glamping. Yeah, there's a glamping area around here. Um, I would go glamping if that's the if if you wanted me to go camping. The closest thing I go to camping is glamping. Uh, Are the walking tracks good? uh, I think the one we went on was all right. Yep, on a road a little bit, then in the bush a little bit wasn't too difficult 
there's the Riverside walking track, which is much longer than the one we did. Um, what else is here? I'm sure there's a... Yeah, the thing lots is... Lots of picnic areas. Lot, lots of picnic areas. Oh, my God. Like, that was the only milestone I had. Like, I was just, we were just walking, and I'm like, oh, okay, we've reached this picnic <laughs> picnic <laughs> area. And then we keep walking, like, okay, we've reached this picnic area. Um, oh, we got gypped, though. So, this is weird part where you're walking along, and the idea, the idea for this uh, hike was, like, you would be able to go up and then come back and then, like kind of a loop but more like an eye shape so you okay. start straight you take one path to the left and go all the way to the top oh and, then and come you come down, down and then parallel. you go around to the right hand side and then you can fork like to the fork and you go around the right hand side could never find the fork like there's a fork <laughs> supposed to be right here and we go oh, all the way man. up here and then we're like okay cool and then we come come way back and like there's they couldn't find the fork so we ended up just walking back the same way we came Oh, this is like a problem with hikes and like I don't like someone asked me like what what app do you use for hikes or do you use any resource? I'm like I just like research extensively so I use a variety of sources like uh yeah, like maps, uh maybe just, just look it up on people's blogs or YouTube or whatever. Depending yeah. on how hike hike the hike is. <laughs> like <laughs> sometimes like when we were in Scandinavia and we looked at a few things, it would say there's a fork here according to Google, but then Apple would be like, no, or you can't gauge the sort of the nature of the fork. Like it might actually be like, you're going right into the bush and it's probably not a good idea and you'll get like bitten and stuff. Or you're going up a really muddy trail or an extreme you can't tell. Yeah. Um, so it's sometimes just really tricky. I mean like even the even the trail, even the national parks like map thing map. was like there is a fork here because it's a loop. Um but they, they it was still still very questionable. Anyways. So that was a bit of a bummer that it wasn't a loop, but we made it back and forth and managed to survive once again another hike. The blog thing, actually, you know, it's the um, you went to the super curvy the bridge. Story. Oh right! Oh the um. Oh crap! I forgot what it's called. Oh my now. god! I forgot it. <laughs> sea cliff. Sea cliff. Yeah, sea cliff. So. So I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast as well because I you have it's, it's the one that's treacherous and shit and that's now closed. Yeah, yeah, that. Are you talking about a different one? <laughs> like well, I looked up a blog when we we're like up on the top of the ridge. <laughs> looked up like the blog and the blog's like oh because we don't know where to exit because yeah you basically climb a dirt a dirt wall ish slope to get up there in the first place and you don't want to go down the same way because it's really steep. Yep. So the question of how do you get down? Um, and we looked up a blog. Is this where you found the train tracks? And then the train tracks. Yeah. So the Vujo, we read some <laughs> random person's blog that told us, hey, you just got to break into the train tracks, which is illegal, by the way. You can't walk next to train tracks, <laughs> if anyone was wondering. Um, so, yeah, the blogs are very, they're like, it's unmarked. And it's probably illegal, but, but that's how you, 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 yeah, you do it. You're, you gotta get down somehow and you should, you should go to the train tracks. Um, no trains came yeah. along. Nobody picked us up for it. So we just silently had to go under 
the closed gates at the end because we weren't sure yeah. if we could actually exit. Oh, yeah, you did tell us. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I feel I feel like the thing is like I like reading blog posts that are detail hikes and you know supplementing that with like YouTube videos if someone's recorded some key points on video is very useful. But somehow it's still very difficult to sort of translate that to when you're looking at it in real life. You're like, what did I see in the blog post? <laughs> like, yeah. which part? And you know, obviously, like, terrain can change over time because of weather and stuff. So I don't know if there's a better way to, like, you know, do that. Like, do you need a 360? Do you... You know what I you know. could do? Maybe you need to start marking the tree. You guys, some trails <laughs> are unmarked. Maybe you need to be that person if you like start painting onto the, some of no. the rocks so that people know the right way to go. Now that you have an iPhone 15 Pro, you can record in stereo vision. <laughs> and so you should record your hike in stereo. And then when it gets uploaded to the Apple Vision, you could have the points of interest <laughs> virtually and someone could hike with their Apple Vision on there. Oh my God. You know, this is probably something that someone might actually do. Hike Vision Pro. <laughs> Watch this come up on Shark Tank. <laughs> oh man. Just go up there with the concept and a slideshow and say, I've not built anything. <laughs> just like but please, please please invest fund yeah please, please fund it um oh man going hiking with the apple Vi- i would not recommend um a headset whilst you're hiking but no man like especially <laughs> if it's a really like uh strenuous hike and just fall off your head you just get tired and hot yeah and your battery pack has to be huge <laughs> yeah of course of course <laughs> huge battery pack um oh Speaking Why don't you of, just use a drone? Tr- but the drone Why? wouldn't have 3D vision. Unless oh, you give fuck. 3D vision to the drone, I suppose. Like, we would, what if you hike and you get somebody else to, uh, like, not do the hike, but to operate the drone? Is that going to work? To do what? <laughs> What's the to, drone doing? To, to move the drone behind you. Like, so it's, it's following you, but you don't have to wear anything or whatever. Oh, uh, to record and then, and then put, yeah. plot it on a... Virtual. Fuck, that'd be annoying. I cannot do a hike with a drone behind <laughs> me. Going, <"Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z
wiki. Why is your mascot a man running? Oh my god. Alright. Glyco Meaning. Glyco man meaning. Man meaning. <laughs> Originally That's it. It's just like it's just this but why? What is the Glyco man? It's the unofficial mascot of Dotonburi. <laughs> so it actually is, okay. Wait. Who is it based on? So Oh, it first erected in 1935 as an advertisement for Glyco, the Japanese food company that produces Pocky and Pretz. So it's not actually the, it's not actually the, um, the mascot for Glyco. It's an It's ad. just an old ad. It's just an been old like... ad. Oh, Glyco was the main sponsor of the anime series Tetsujin 28, which I'm assuming is... Why it's a sports thing? I, I don't, don't know. know. This is weird. The the giant neon sign has been revised. Celebrate events such as World Cup. So basically, it's just a really weird ad, just like every other ad in Japan. <laughs> so yeah, go see Glyco Man, probably. Um, we basically like researched a bunch of like things to do in japan and then yeah. like divided you them chat GPT just to oh i tried <laughs> but chat GPT is just not very good this is the mark have you have you tried getting it to do your itinerary for you no i can't trust it japan yeah I, I think it was like 15 day japan itinerary um so one to day one to three in Tokyo. You meet three days in Tokyo, dude. Okay. What's wrong with that? First <laughs> Just, time I was there, I spent like ten days there. Exactly. I mean, I mean, like they didn't oh, even well, ask how how many times you've been. <laughs> but uh, but let's yeah. go with okay. Three days. You arrive. You explore neighborhood. Recover from jet lag. Day one. So you don't even. Okay. You visit Asakusa. Sure, Asakusa. And you explore Shinjuku, and then you're off to Hakone. Uh, this is a very expensive trip. Look how many times you have to change bloody... Oh, it's a day trip. Okay, so, so why didn't you like this doing it for you? What 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 did it not give well, you? Well, I mean, it's sort of... I don't think it take, takes into account, like, the proximity of all this stuff. It's kind of just says, like, go do them. But you could be all over the shop, I think. In yeah, like it could of, be done better. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and 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 it's only says explore Shinjuku and Akihabara, and they're on opposite sides of Tokyo. It it's not like, I mean, it's easy to get between them, but it it doesn't uh, doesn't like, you you could do Shinjuku and Shibuya, which makes a bit more sense. That's what we're doing is because it's on the same side of of Tokyo, mm-hmm. and you could do Akihabara and. And Asakusa, I think, are on the same side. So why wouldn't you do those two things together? I don't know where Harajuku is compared to Asakusa, but, you know, I think that's that's the thing that I kind of find weird sometimes. In any case, this is a lot of things. That's a lot of different places. Travel, day trip, travel, visit yeah there's a lot of like travel and i'm like i'm not sure if like that's enough time to get to the thing and also spend enough time there yeah how many 
how many hours of travel are you on this? And like, you, can you like reasonably spend a whole day doing this stuff? I think time is just a little bit strange, but I guess it's just to give you a good it's a guide guide thing. Um, and then you can say like include a bunch of anime things. <laughs> See if there you go. There's but yeah, you did, the, you did this last time. Did I? Oh yeah, we already did. Yeah, this topic. you totally did. We already did this yeah. topic. Um, but like you said, so you said you didn't. You you don't really have specific things planned. The, now we do. So we went and got oh, okay. a bunch of stuff planned to to do, and then we like estimated how long each of those things, and then to had to re- to put them reasonably in like a day, how many things we could get done in a day. Um, but yeah, I think it's even like Japan to me is a bit more complicated than than other places because of its transportation system that um you like i guess depends on how much you care about it but to me it's like planning where you're gonna go and how many and what trains you take it's like gives you a sense of what you what kind of passes to buy because in japan there's lots of different passes that's that will Mm. that will make travel either easier or cheaper because you can get like a a 14 day pass and everything you do on that train line will be free so that's great but you have to know that you're going to use that train line included (laughs) included so you you pay i don't know 100 100 bucks for like 14 day pass and if you travel enough on it, then it makes it worth it. But if you don't, so you kind of got to know everything that all well, roughly where you're going to be and what you're going to, yeah, places you're going to, to see if those like multi-day passes like. Yeah, it? I think Shinkansen is also really expensive, so you want to make sure that, like, you're utilizing a pass of some sort, a a bundle deal of some sort, and. If you get yeah. the bundle deal, is it worth it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you don't actually go that, uh, take it to like often enough. There's also train lines that are not included because they're owned by a different company. Yeah. So that's something you have to consider as well. So yeah, I think because of the transportation system, and if you really want to get the 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 best bang for buck, then your um, kind of kind of had to plan a little bit more to be fair in the past i've never planned this much around around japan i just like went there just spent just all the money <laughs> just went there <laughs> spent all the money um it's good to have a bit of both i think yeah yeah anyways i think it's pretty interesting to see a bunch of stuff that i didn't see before because i had never planned to see very many things in japan i just like going to be honest it's just I could, yeah. I could sit just there. Just like being there. Yeah. I could sit there. Having so much sushi for only 20 bucks. Oh my God. The fried chicken. A lot of people don't know yeah. this. Fried chicken in Japan is really good and really cheap. And I'm pretty sure it's good in Korea as well. <laughs> yeah, but I think a lot of people will think that Japan like is all about healthy eating. Like, 
it's a bit strange. Have you know? seen their snacks? Yeah, yeah, and it's a bit strange. I'm like, oh, the diet, the like, Japanese are so small and thin, and they must be on a really healthy diet. It must be That's all like the sushi societal... and the sashimi and stuff like that. I've heard it's a societal pressure to kind of stay active and stay thin, not, and oh. basically not eat, not eat too much is their kind of <laughs> thing. That's so whether their food's actually nutritious or quote unquote healthy, like what do you mean by healthy? That's that's another question. Yeah, but that's I've an... heard that it's more of societal pressure to be small. Yeah, that's another thing I appreciate all their um, food, all their um, serving sizes are the size that I eat. So yeah, they're not like this double cheese, but oh, like massive, God. like with so many fries. And you're like, I got a doggy bag this. Yeah. Which, by the way, is called Take This Home, I think, in any other country. <laughs> take away? They're like, yeah, 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 can I take this, get this to go? I to think go. it's the oh, US. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We. what do we say? Yeah, can can I get this in a doggy bag? I honestly Fuck. haven't heard the phrase doggy you know? bag in so long. In a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's Aussie, right? It's yeah. Aussie. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, oh, generally. Did you ever watch The Chaser's War and everything? I've heard of it, but I don't think I actually watched any of it. Oh my it. god! I feel like I feel like I know so many people like that who have said that they heard of it, they know of it, they know the people from it, but they never watched it. So it was this. How do I? Yeah, let's go to the Wikipedia. This picture is so damn small; I can't see anything. Well, there were some so there were some people on the show who had like journalism experience, and the show was kind of satirical about like current affairs and other such things and it was it was was australian but the reason i brought it up was they did this one sort of skit on uh doing like getting getting the stuff to go like when you couldn't finish it in a restaurant doggy bagging it was the language that they used in the skit and they were trying to see how much they could get away or how little they could get away with (laughs) taking home right if you leave like an entire piece of chicken and a bunch of rice and you say can i get this to go home yeah no no questions asked but what if you just had like a spoon full of like <laughs> rice you know what if you so the most extreme one that they did was one grain of rice and the guy was like can i can i get this like can i doggy bag this and the person's like what get what it's like this it's like there's none left it's like yeah look the, there's like one grain of rice and they were just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> I don't remember. It's probably on YouTube. But, well, these yeah. days they charge you for the boxes. So yeah. I wouldn't try, I wouldn't spend 30 cents on or 20 cents or whatever amount of money just to like take a single grain of rice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, generally a lot of, a lot of um, Chinese servings are always too big for. Yeah me even with my partner there uh i think the last time i went to a chinese restaurant we just ordered like five dishes because we knew that we weren't even we going to finish them but we knew that did we were going to take, take them out? away so um we did it on purpose kind of so oh because so what like what nick does is he will order sometimes he'll order chinese takeaway uh and he'll just eat it over two dinners yeah because, yeah, because there's always, like, so much rice and a lot of food. Exactly. So we ordered, like, for variety, we ordered, like, five different dishes and then with the purpose... You didn't with take goal it home. Take- yeah, we did. Like, for oh, the goal okay. of taking it away. Here. The goal of taking it away. Um, it was dinner for the rest of the week. Exactly. But, 
Yeah. In any case, so I'm looking forward to the food portions. Going to be good. Except their ramen. I think I still, I, I can finish Not a enough. bowl of ramen. I used to be able to finish a bowl of ramen, but I think nowadays I don't. I don't, I'm not able to finish. I think their bowls of ramen are quite large because they love ramen. You can, and you can get more noodles if you do want. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of the wasabi thing? Where the wasabi thing. The, like, I think a restaurant in Japan or something. Maybe I've told this story multiple times. But, um, okay. like, <laughs> this restaurant in Japan realized that every Caucasian would come in and ask for more spice, more wasabi because they loved it. So they started okay. just giving every Caucasian more wasabi, no, like oh, no matter who it was. Yeah, they... I vaguely remember this. <laughs> so they got called out for being racist. And I was yeah. thinking, isn't that just good customer service? If like a huge demographic walks in every time and asks for the same thing, like giving them more of it, it's maybe it, it is slightly racist because not everybody, yeah. not every You're Caucasian wants it. Just assuming that every white person, yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> But to them, it's just good customer service. Um, but hey, that's Japan, okay? Everybody, if anyone didn't know, Everyone's they're famously really known for being super racist. So, um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say they're very nice. <laughs> yeah, they're two-faced about it, but... Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the facade. Yeah. I've watched a lot of YouTube yeah. videos about how, like, they, they like, interviewing... Um, they interviewed a Caucasian that actually was born and grew up in Japan, but mm-hmm. still doesn't get anywhere with people. Like they, they can't breach the polite. They, yeah. they can bear, they can't make friends, like deeper connections. It's like subtle races, like commu- communal racism. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard. Yes, I've heard. Yeah. And they get asked, where are you from? And they're like, I'm from like Japan. <laughs> and then where are you from? Isn't isn't this like a, what's her name? Na- Naomi Osaka. Maybe. A tennis player. So she's like Haitian oh. Japanese, but she plays for Japan and oh. she is Japanese. I and I've I think she her, wrote yeah. a memoir or a, yeah, I think she wrote a book. I'm not sure about, which obviously would have detailed some of her experiences mm-hmm. of like being treated differently because she has dark skin and like yeah. hair. She is Japanese. Yeah, it's rough. So it's sort of like he speaks the language perfectly. He has all the culture, cultural background because he's lived there for his entire life. But yeah, still, still not, still not inclusive. Um, and I think even like the Japanese themselves, like I don't know. I think they just okay with the with not with with the. It's cultural difference, I guess. Like, how deep is a relationship with a friend supposed to be? Um, depending mm. on what culture you're from, it could be everything from, hey, all I do is catch up and talk about the weather with this person. And you never mm-hmm. really talk about anything much else. But yeah, some people want to know your dirty laundry and things like that. It's just not going to happen. Want to? Or you just <laughs> tell them? You just tell them? Without any warning. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes, I I know people like that too, <laughs> who just like out of oh, the they blue. just overshare, <laughs> they, and then they ask you about it <laughs> to to make you overshare. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, I'm I think I'm an open person, but and I I do agree with the fact that if someone opens up to you about some personal thing, 
and and you don't know them that well you might be like you might trust them more so then you might be like okay i'll share a little piece of like yeah my story with you but mm. yeah i know some people are just like well that was like too much like <laughs> it would depend on your dynamic with the person i would say yeah um was that how we became friends <laughs> <laughs> okay. the... yeah yeah actually yeah no i was thinking of like okay i don't know if you believe in fucking fate or whatever i no. was joking with my friend <laughs> about yeah about the whole like uh, i came across this this is how this started i came across this reel uh and i got really bogged i got really down in the comments reading people's what people said in response to this reel um unfortunately i couldn't find the reel again because instagram is really annoying and <laughs> really annoying <laughs> really? really so it was this woman who i believe was an author and unfortunately i forget her name i think she was of asian south southeast asian descent and she said she never told anyone this story but there was a big tsunami somewhere in asia and she wanted to go and take the speedboat with her family. Like, she and her brother really wanted to go on the speedboat um, to travel to the place where the tsunami ended up happening. Uh, but their dad was like, no, let's take the ferry. It'll be, like, slower. And they were just like, no, I just want to take the speedboat. But they wanted to take the ferry and thus be, like, six hours on the sea and, like, a really long journey. Yeah. But it turns out that had they taken the speedboat they would have been on the beach and arrived at the time the tsunami hit but because they were on the sea they ended up living because everybody who got or who was on the beach that they died because of the tsunami so oh. just like you know we all would have been dead and i wouldn't be here and so people were sharing lots of stories of um where they had that moment where it just felt like their life changed forever quote unquote yeah and yeah that got me thinking about things like fate and like what what people believe like and they think, oh, if this didn't happen, then I wouldn't have whatever. And yeah. like the way that we met, I think was like some person came to Sydney and wanted to just hang out and meet some people because we only knew each other True. through this through this Slack. Well, what do we say? Like a community front end developer Slack. community. Oh yeah, true. That yeah, the Slack <laughs> yeah. front end. Yeah, community. and someone was like, I'm in Sydney. Like, who's here? Who wants to hang out? And we were going and then, to meet up. I guess right. Like, I think we went to Din Tai Fung after a meetup wasn't it oh was it after a meetup or was it purposefully that's really weird i think it was purposefully and we were just like let's go to this food court that's really weird right why you think it's unlike you to have just said yeah (laughs) i'll show up i think that was my yes member i think i just yes yes to everything (laughs) that this dude wanted to do so okay, so then if you didn't do your yes member, we wouldn't have actually <laughs> talked in per- and I wouldn't maybe have not I uh, honestly would maybe not have bothered to say, Hey Jeff, I see you're in Sydney. Wanna yeah. meet up sometime? No, I don't do that. I don't even do that for work. We have a Slack specifically for like the Sydney community. Um it's to, like dead silent in there. Um <laughs> Yeah, okay. So I va- yeah, vaguely I remember that part and I think um I didn't realise it was a specifically like, hey, you, 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 you just come to Din Tai Fung and have dinner? It's like, it was really weird. I be- thought, I, did they ask you, oh, did they actually start a DM? Was that what it was? I don't know how that happened, to be honest. I've forgotten now. Okay, no one saves there, is it, Save the chat. We can, every now and then, Slack gives you Slack premium and you can go through the history of all of the chat. So next oh, time really? when that I'm sadly like not active in that group. Anymore. Yeah, it's all a bunch of Parthians. Um, <laughs> uh, anyone who's not <laughs> in the Slack channels. Um, so, 
But I mean, that's not that's not when we became friends. <laughs> that's just when we first met. Oh, that's just when we met, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I now I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but then we did code i don't know we did code bar yeah how did i get suckered into code bar yeah are you were the last for for people who don't know code bar was something that georgie and i used to um co-host i suppose with a couple of other people to help mainly minority and minorities transition to tech or anybody really learn to tech, learn to learn to code it was focused on people in minority groups, so... Yeah. 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 And I don't even know how I got stuck into doing that, because not yeah. even our mutual friend, like, ponied up. <laughs> no, it was... Wasn't it Mike? Yeah. Oh, no, it was Charlotte! Sh- Charlotte? Charlotte! I don't know how people convince me to do these things. I, I no, feel you're like... right. I, I'm to, okay, no, I think, what, I think what I remembered is... I think... I think Charlotte talked to me, independent yeah. of of stuff. Yeah. That was what happened. And she said she'd already talked to Mike. Yeah. And then, oh my God, I actually forget. <laughs> I, <laughs> bet, I bet I bet it's you who then could try, convinced me to, to do this. It probably could have been, and now I don't even remember. <laughs> Anyways, that was a long time ago. You know what else is a long time ago? The start of this episode. <laughs> 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 so you can't follow us on any social media but you can email email us on toastroastpod at gmail.com and you can find our episodes on apple podcasts spotify wherever you listen to your podcasts and the big doggy bag Ooh. uh and uh, new episodes every monday so see you next, next week. week bye, bye.